Two beautiful, completely solid lines. I did so good clapping I'm today. laughing because I just had my first baby clap. <laughs> oh, baby clap. Baby clap. I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. Good, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the What's Good Games podcast, your source for video game news, commentary, analysis, and funny stuff every Friday. I'm Andrea Renee, joined in the slickest pajamas I've ever seen, Miss Christine Steimer. Oh, hello. And Miss Brittany Brombacher is also here. Oh, hello. <laughs> welcome, ladies. So Hi. this is a special episode. We are recording this ahead of our trip to London Town. We, of course, are on the way back right now. I think I may have landed already, but we knew that we weren't going to be able to record the show next week because we are out of the country, and so we decided to do our special E3 2019 Magic 8-Ball prediction show for you since E3 is mere days away. Mm, um, still exactly a couple weeks. Two, exactly, a, well, from... From the 31st, it's exactly a week and a couple of days. No, but That's right, because it starts on the weekend now. Yeah, EA yeah. Play, man, starts on Saturday. So E3 is getting closer and closer every year, it feels like. Just inches so, back. Yeah, exactly. Eventually, E3 will just be two whole weeks long, and then it'll be a month of E3. Oh, it'll boy. just be the E3. whole month of June, every day, a new game. <laughs> Isn't that what it. we want? Isn't that what we've ever wanted out of E3? No, no, God, no. I need a break for it. But because we're shooting an, a little bit of an unorthodox show, we won't be able to give our normal Patreon shout outs for this week. So we will just double up on those next week. But we do want to say a big thank you to our Patreon producers for the month of May. Uh, Lincoln Davis, Alex Rogopoulos, Ferris Atay, and Mohammed Mohammed. If you guys want to get involved, patreon.com slash what's good games. We have all kinds of fantastic rewards, including an ad-free version of the audio podcast, exclusive streams, fun behind-the-scenes vlogs, and so much more. Patreon.com slash What's Good Games if you want to support the show. And I think that's about all the housekeeping because we don't really have much to give you except, oh, I guess, mm, are we talking about the meet and greet at E3 yet? I don't know if we are. I don't know if we sure. have one yet. Because I don't know. Has that been announced? Can we announce it that It hasn't yet? been announced yet. So I guess I'll just say there will be a meet and greet at E3, but we can't tell you more just yet. You just haven't even told yet. me. Um, oh, I did. It's I in did the calendar. You, but maybe you didn't remember. We'll talk about it afterwards. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, we will get more details for you guys. Of course, this is a good opportunity for me. To remind you, if you want to stay up to date on everything happening with What's Good Games, What's Good underscore games on Twitter is the easiest way. And we also have a Facebook page, which you can also check out as well. And of course, you could follow the three of us too if you're at it. If we should in also it. remind people that we have awesome pride shirts in our <gasps> store. Yes, Brittany, thank you. That's a great reminder. And very proud to announce the pride shirt. So we have two designs we've got What's Good Pride and What's Good Games Pride. And both of those designs, 100% of the profits from those designs are going to GLAD. And we're really excited to be 
uh, working with Glad and to be donating to their cause. They've done some really amazing work in the video games industry, making sure that representation is something that these media companies are thinking about and they're making sure that those conversations are happening. One of the things that they did most recently is they were the company that worked so swiftly with Ubisoft during the Assassin's Creed Odyssey snafu that happened. And so we thought, what better time to help get the voice of the LGBTQ community out there in video games than by supporting Glad. So if you guys go to whatsgoodgames.com slash store, that'll redirect you to our merch site on Teespring. You'll see our pride designs front and center. And any of those pride designs in either of the two designs, it doesn't matter if you get the tank top or the sweatshirt or the t-shirt, 100% of the profits uh, for the month of May and for the month of June are going to Glad. Yeah. All right. I think that's it for housekeeping. Did I miss something, Brittany? No. I think that is it. My goodness. It's it's weird shooting an episode a couple weeks or a week before it actually goes live or a week and a half before it goes live. You got to think about the time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, the May Secret segment will be live by now where we talk about which books we want to be turned into video games. That's a Patreon-exclusive video for 30 days. Go to patreon.com. Check it out. But I do have... Da, da, oh. Da, da. oh my god, our lord and savior, Magic 8-Ball. Magic 8-Ball returns. Is this the second year we've used a Magic 8-Ball or the third? I believe second. I don't okay. think we did it the first year. The first year we just did regular predictions. And then mm-hmm. last year, Pete, I think it was Pete Hines, tweeted like a joke about a Magic 8-Ball. And I was like, we oh, should just fucking do that. Right. And so I we, did. And we did it and it was hilarious. And then we were like, let's just keep doing <laughs> it. I still have all those predictions and they're actually on our website too. Um, it's going to, it'll be fun to go back and look at those because some of them could come to fruition this year. Like, Ooh, Crossing, like huh? Christy Teigen. Exactly. Do we have this in a document somewhere? Yeah. I mean, I do. Oh, and it's on our website. Oh. So it's all, all there. Oh, okay. Well, Without further ado, let's get into it. So, ladies and gentlemen, the way that we run the RE3 predictions for 2019, well, the way we ran them previously, is we just went through the press conferences one by one, and then we just guessed what was going to happen in those press conferences. So, we talked about it, and we're like, do we even bother with EA since they're not technically having a press conference this year? And we decided um, that we would probably skip it since, you know, we know what the usual suspects are there, right? We know that they're talking about Star Wars, Jedi File, and Order. We know that they're going to talk something about Wow, what, what did you just say? <laughs> Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order? I know, but the way you said it. <laughs> or, or at least maybe it was the internet cut out in a weird way. It, Wait, it, what happened? It could have been a little Andrea Renoy, or it could have been the internet. <laughs> yeah, it was it a little bit of Andrea Renoy. Okay, yeah, it was a little bit of that, and I was like, "My apologies." It's okay. Star it was just Wars, funny. Jedi, Fallen Order. There you go. There we go. <laughs> um, get my enunciation face on. Um, so we, and other than that, we don't really know too much about what they're going to show. We anticipate them talking about EA Sports, like Madden and NHL, etc. They probably the are going to talk suspects, about The Sims yeah. again because The Sims has been at EA Play for the last couple of years. Um, probably some I'm cool not... indies because they usually have a couple of those. Exactly. We don't have a release date yet for Sea of Solitude, which we saw on stage last year at EA Play. So potentially uh, we'll be getting that. Um, and Anthem maybe... will have some stuff there, we know. Yeah. So the team from Anthem said that they were going to be there. I don't 
know what new they're really going to show. Maybe some of the cataclysm stuff that they've been that they've delayed. Give us an updated roadmap, please. Um, that would be nice. That would but be nice. I don't anticipate us getting anything from that Dragon Age tease nope. that we got. Oh, n- like, probably not. Nope. I don't. I don't think in so. an ideal like, world. We'll get something Dragon Age related, and then we'll get a Dead Space reboot. Not happening. But if that were to happen... I mean, ask the Magic 8-Ball. Okay, Hello. let's do this. Let's do the first two that <laughs> Brittany wishes. I guess we're not wishes. skipping EA. <laughs> okay. we're gonna do, we'll do EA truncated. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll, take, I'll write down the question so we have it all covered. Okay, so will Dead Space be at E3? Or will it get a reboot at EA's whatever the hell they're doing live stream Do you shit? want a reboot or a remake? I just want anything Dead Space. If I had to pick... I would do a remake of Dead Space okay. 1. Okay. Okay, so what's the question? <clears throat> Will we see a Dead Space 1 remake? Very doubtful. Fuck me. Oh. <laughs> you I mean, it's not wrong. down Visceral, right? Oh, the yeah, visceral makes gone. Dead Space. Yeah, but that's yeah. not how gone. remakes are necessarily made. <laughs> right. And Dead Space 4 it was already planned out. You know, well, not planned out. They had ideas for it. Obviously, the game, Visceral got shut down. And with that, Dead Space 4. But, you know, the IP is still a thing that exists out in La La Land. It's floating around. Hello, give me my necromorphs. Just get some other studio. Especially because a remake's a lot easier for some other studio to make. Because it's, like, God. literally the same shit. But just make it look better. My mind would blow in half and chunks would fly everywhere. I'd be so happy. Whoa. Ew. Okay, That's- I'm not going to sit next to you. Hey, listen, you sat next to me, Simer, during two of the most hype moments I've ever had during E3. Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil 2. In the the gif heard around the world. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Indeed. You survived. Your brain didn't explode. So, you know, it's true. Fingers crossed. There were no chunks. Thank goodness. Um, All right. So do you have any other questions or should we move on to Microsoft? Did you want to do a Dragon Age one? Yeah, you can ask the Dragon Age one, Simer. Okay. Will we see anything new from Dragon Age at E3? You may rely on it. Oh, what does that even mean? It means yes. But is it, it you may? Yes. Is that like you should? You may or rely you on it. Like you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's just like, may I go to the bathroom? You may rely on going to the bathroom. <laughs> you may rely on no, going to the bathroom. No, that's not. That's not. <laughs> See? It's a perfect. That works, but that's perfect okay. analogy. <laughs> Don't at me. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Don't at her. Okay. All right. So the first conference of E3 in earnest will be the Xbox press conference. Mm. So they are back on Sunday afternoon. And we had what we think uh, was a leak. Now, take it with a grain of salt because all of the leaks ahead of E3, it's like it's really like a toss up whether there's any credence to this or there's not. So there was an article up at BGR.com. It says, over the weekend, NeoGAF user, and this is not the past weekend, but the weekend before, um, Brawler, Baldryer? I don't know how to Bald say that. Baldryer? Uh, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, purportedly spoiled Microsoft's entire E3 2019 press conference, revealing details about the game's hardware and services that will appear at the show. No one has verified this report, obviously. Duh. <laughs> Take it with a grain of salt. Um, broke the report in three sections, each which reflect his level of confidence about the chances of the games or announcements in question during the keynote. Some of the titles he is certain will appear, which is also like hilarious. Halo Infinite, duh, they said Halo Infinite would be there. <laughs> Gears 5, obviously it's coming out later in the fall. 
Empires 4, or Age of Empires 4, excuse me, which is, you know, sure, that makes sense. Cyberpunk 2077, of course, this is the only major sh- stage that they could show on since PlayStation's not going to be there. Yep. Uh, Fable Reboot, which has been rumored. Oh! And Battletoads, oh which we knew was Fable! In the world. Fable! I feel like Fable so- 4 is just absolutely 100% happening. It's just whether or not we get the reveal of it this e3 you think it's going to be fable 4 and not a reboot of uh, an earlier fable or something different in the fable yeah universe? i feel like they would i feel like it's going to be within the fable universe but it's going to be the beginning of a new trilogy something like that i think that would make okay. sense yeah yeah. yeah yeah that's my guess um why don't we, we ta- ask the magic eight ball i think we asked the magic eight ball if it was going to be here last year too but no, we can ask more specific, like, is it a remake or is it Fable 4? I'm saying it better not let us down this year. It okay. has to be a yes or no question to That's the That's true. Shit. Okay. Okay, no, well, no, we- we'll get this. Okay. Is- <laughs> oh, shit. You're right. Because it has to be like a double question, right? Is- no, it just has to be yes or no. But okay. here's the- we can just ask one of them, and then if the answer is yes or no, it would mean the other one is invalid or correct. Well, not necessarily. We can ask two questions in a row, basically. So, first question. Will Fable... Will what... Hold on. I can't speak now. <laughs> English is hard. English is hard. <laughs> Will the Fable game at E3 be a remake? Signs point to yes. Okay. Well, there there goes that. Hopes That's and what dreams. I'm saying. Like, one will, will maybe negate the other, but... Yeah. Or we could just ask it the, the other one as well and see if it contradicts itself. <laughs> will the Fable game at E3 be Fable 4? Signs point to yes. <laughs> God, listen, what if it's both? What if it's both? What if they have the remake coming out like to prep for the reboot? Because sometimes they do that shit. Huh? Maybe. Listen, the Magic 8 Ball's a little rusty. It's been a year. It needs to warm up ball, a little bit. Yeah, he's just, you know, he wants to please us. So he's just saying what we want to hear. Okay, so going yeah. back to Halo Infinite. What what do you think what information do you think we're going to get from this? I think that we're going to see a gameplay reveal. Thank I God. think we're going to get uh, some really beautiful sorry about that, some really beautiful CG um cutscenes and I think that they're going to announce it's coming on Xbox Anaconda. Legitimate code name. It timer, is. I'm not there. laughing at that. I'm laughing <laughs> at the implications of said code name. <laughs> what are the implications? Uh, okay, <laughs> your so you anaconda don't want none unless, unless you, you got, got buns. buns <laughs> so interesting. So you think it's going to be an anaconda exclusive? You don't think it's going to be a cross generation title? No, no, no. I think it will be cross gen absolutely because mm. it would be crazy for them to not but i think it'll debut on the new console and then they will also have a version of it for xbox one yeah yeah okay but i think that it will launch when the new console launches i think it'll be a launch title for anaconda that sounds about right my prediction that's what that name name is is my first question okay will halo infinite launch on xbox anaconda I'm with you, Simon. My reply is no. (gasps) That's stupid. Spicy. Okay. Okay. I'm just glad it's not broken and only saying yes. That's true. (laughs) Here we go. Okay. So I guess. Okay. (laughs) Well, you know, there goes all that. Okay. So we got (laughs) Anaconda, which is going to be like 
super duper powerful X new Xbox, which we're mm-hmm. I guess we're calling Xbox Two, and then you got the Lockhart, which is like the S. Supposedly, these are things that everyone thinks we know that we think we know, but we don't actually know because nothing's been confirmed. So my question to you, ladies, is what information do you think we're going to get about these next gen consoles? A release date? Do you think we're going to see like all the fancy specs, all the teraflops, or do you think we'll see some titles launching? Oh my god, so many teraflops! All the teraflops. (laughs) Yes, I I think we'll definitely see tech, at least some tech specs, especially in the wake of Sony putting out some preliminary tech specs of the PlayStation Five. Um, I don't think we're going to get an actual date, a release date. I don't think we're going to get a price. You don't think, think we'll get a window? Get, I think we'll, we, I mean, maybe a window, but maybe yeah. like 2020. The year yeah. 2020. Or, or like <laughs> holiday 2020. But I don't think we're going to get a date. But I don't also don't think we're going to get a price. But I think we'll get a first look. We may or may not see what the box looks like. Or they may just say, like, this is this is what's happening and this is... This is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Magic eight ball. Will the yeah. word teraflop appear <laughs> at the Microsoft <laughs> Xbox conference? My reply is no. Oh, Bullshit. what? <gasps> Bullshit. No teraflops. Oh, there's maybe there. Maybe it's bigger than a, what's bigger than a teraflop. <laughs> maybe it's more. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of teraflops at that conference. I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> I think okay. the eight balls maybe uh, not on. No not on cue here um so do you guys have any other predictions or questions about halo no i just want that game i need to know what the hell's going on master chief and cortana yeah yeah mr chips gone cortana's a birch Um, she's dead now so spoilers (laughs) she's gone (laughs) <laughs> Wait. Okay. Are we gonna go down spoiler territory? Spoiler warning. Is Listen, she that game came out? That game came out a while ago. Listen, that you're, like that is you're, you're fair talking game for spoilers. You're talking to the girl who is like trying to protect people from Final Fantasy VII spoilers. Okay. No. Wow. So listen, you can protect people all you want, but Final Fantasy VII came out almost twenty years ago. Or Absolutely, maybe it did come out over twenty years ago. So it came like, out in nineteen ninety seven. So twenty people if you want, but like I will like spoil that shit all day if I have to. Okay, but here's the difference because we were talking about Just this kidding, in the I'm Facebook not, fan care. page group <laughs> is that you're not going to deliberately post a spoiler just for the sake of it because there are people no, out there. Who, right. That's not what I do, no. no. No, but there are people out there like, we don't need to put spoiler warnings. It's like, no, but it'd be the nice thing to do. People oh, well, are going to play see, this that's game. Different. Putting a spoiler warning out when you're having a discussion about a game that's 20 years old, I feel like is is ridiculous. You don't have to do that. And if, because uh, it's 20 years old, that's like being like, spoilers, you know, Scar kills father Mufasa. Mufasa. No, right? so like, yeah, right. I, I get that like the statute limitation, if there was one for spoilers, is like way past. But because this game is coming out brand new and it is 20, 22 years old, there are a generation of gamers that didn't get to play it for the first time. And some people are saying, well, it's so old. They should just hop back on the PlayStation 1 version. It's like that game is real ugly and it's a grind now. I understand if people aren't interested. Aren't you replaying that game right now? Right. It, yeah. And it's ugly and it's a grind. That's why I'm playing with the Switch enabled features. <laughs> but also, you know, I grew up around that time in that era. So to me, the graphics don't bother me. But, you know, if you have like a Fortnite, Mr. Little Little Johnny over here and he's like, hi, uh-huh. I'm 15 years old and this Final Fantasy seven game looks really fun. But I'm not going to play it until I see the shiny graphics on the shiny commercials. And that's going to pique my interest. Like, I would hope that kid could go into that and experience the game, you know, without some douchey 35 year old going into a Facebook forum or whatever and be like, everyone dies, which is not exactly what happened. 
anyway, I'm going. I'm, I feel very passionately about to quote this. Michael Jordan. Fuck those kids. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. Is that the meme? I think that's the meme. I don't know, but that's I have no idea. What you're talking about, <laughs> Wait, you but... haven't seen it? No. <laughs> Michael just... Jordan? I mean, oh, wait, I feel like right, that could no, be... no, is it not Michael Jordan? Shit. Who is it? I feel like that could be just a Christine Steimer quote. Like I don't know. No, it's feel... not. I've seen this picture all over the place, and it's just like a Twitter meme, and I thought it was Michael Jordan. Is it not Michael Jordan? I'm literally Googling fuck those kids meme. It's fuck them kids or something like that. There's fuck those kids. Fuck, fuck them kids. Is it fuck meme. them kids? I think it's I'm them. I'm just going to sip something out of my Me Too cup. No one bug me. Somebody. Oh, wait. Maybe this is it. Uh, this is a f- picture of Michael Jordan. Hold on. Yeah. I don't know where it came from, but oh, yeah. I see it fuck all the time. It's I Michael see it all Jordan. the time on Twitter. Sorry. It's fuck them kids. My, my apologies. Yeah. No, that is Michael Jordan. Hmm. I'd never I don't, seen that before. I, I don't know what it's from. It's obviously not a thing he really said, but <laughs> it is amusing. It's funny. Yes. <laughs> okay. I have another Magic 8-Ball question. Yes. Okay. Because they said no teraflops. However, okay. there are gigaflops. So will <laughs> the word, the word gigaflops. gigaflops be on the Microsoft stage? <gasps> yes. Oh, oh my God. If that actually <laughs> if happens. If that actually happens, it'll be amazing. <laughs> I'm going to lose my damn mind. Um, okay, so I have nothing else. I may or may not have taken too much time. I love this kind of, this time of year. I love E3 predictions. Yeah. I love going down the rabbit hole. I love the hype, and I've made a list of all the games that I'm like kind of hoping to hear from. Okay, um, so for yeah. Gears Five, mm-hmm. I have a feeling we'll also get some gameplay. We'll yeah. also get some cool. Well, I CG hope so. Cutscenes, and I think we're gonna get a release date. So Magic Eight Ball, will we get a release date for Gears Five? Ooh, let's make it more specific. Okay. Because there is recently a leak, a supposed leak, of September 10th. Oh, no. That's right in front of Borderlands 3. The Taiwanese uh, ratings review posted the cover art, and through that, someone found, I think, a release date of September 10th. Mm. Magic 8-Ball. Will Gears 5 release on September 10th, 2019? Did we see what day of the week that was? I was just looking because I was like, I hope I'm not fucking that up. It is certain. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Uh, Leak verified yeah. by the Magic 8-Ball. It is September is it 10th. A Friday? I don't know. Let's see. It is certain. Let's see. September 10th is a Tuesday. Ah, oh, shit. Well, there you go. Guess it's coming out that day. <laughs> it is certain. <laughs> That's um, okay it, because those games are usually well, they're decently long. They're decently long. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're also, not the longest mode, games ever. Board mode. Um. So, any other questions or predictions? What do you guys think is going to happen with Gears Five? In terms of, I don't what? know. I didn't like Gears Four that much. I got bored. I want to see. I'm excited to play as Kate. I'm excited to do that game in co-op. Well, you know, the co-op mode, that's like my thing. But mm-hmm. other than that, I mean, I'm not expecting a groundbreaking, oh my God, game of the year experience. I think from Gears, we've kind of come to expect a certain thing. And, you know, maybe we shouldn't just assume based off prior titles, but I feel like, you know, it's going to be a fun ride. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be over the top. And that's fine. That's what I want out of a Gears game. I hope they manage to get more level variety in the next one, because I felt like Gears 4 was really lacking that um in terms of like i felt you were just constantly 
it was too much rinse and repeat for me. Mm. And I felt like earlier Gears games did a good job of breaking up the monotony of like run into a room. Some dudes will also run in. You will kill them. Then you will walk forward. And then more dudes will run in. And then you will kill them. And then like it just sort of like did that a lot. There was some like driving things that oh, yeah. broke it up, but you all know how much I love driving <laughs> video she games. She loves it so much. It's so um, fun. Let's see. I'm curious to know if we're going to hear anything about new titles regarding the acquisitions that we learned about last year, right? So you got Compulsion, you got Playground, which will probably be the, the Fable game that we've been talking about. Ninja Theory, you have the initiative, Obsidian, Undead Labs, and Exile. See if anything new will be coming from those kind folks. I hope that... Honestly, I hope they don't, because I feel like any of their projects should cook a little longer before talking about them depending yeah uh, because like because game development is so turbulent that i would feel like it was pretty rushed if they wanted to talk about it right now mm. well it depends on what the project is if it's a smaller more indie focused title instead of like a big you know 100 million dollar triple a game you know they could do a first look like a teaser trailer kind of a thing and say hey this is what's coming next generation uh, from our new studios. Uh, but I think that, you know, when we're talking about like brand new big IP that I don't think we're going to see something big. I think we'll definitely see something from like Ori and the Will of the Wisps. And we'll oh yeah, some for sure. From the ID at Xbox and things like that. But their first party studios, the acquisitions I'm with Steimer. I don't think that we're going to, well, let's, so, let's ask the magic eight ball. Shall well, we at least get a tease from any of the new first party acquisitions. Outlook, not so good. Whoa, whoa. My, hype, my hype is being melted. Okay, not so good. Um, and the other big one I wanted to chat about was Capcom, because they have numerous, it recently came out that they have numerous titles on the RE engine that they're working on. And obviously, like, my first hope and dream and desire in life is Resident Evil 8 or Resident Evil 3 Nemesis remake. But I understand those are probably at least a couple years off. I think if we want to start seeing anything Resident Evil, it would be e3 2020 so the fan base has their panties in a bundle over dino crisis and potentially a dragon's dogma and they're like a new dragon's dogma or like a i think yeah, dragon's dogma like too yeah oh, okay yeah a new one and then i was all excited about dead rising and then i forgot that that studio got shut down granted the ip still exists right However, yeah probably doesn't mean anything. i also the forgot last that one that did not do very well down. dead rising 4 yeah Mm-mm. sad day um, so let's say, let's do a Magic 8 Ball regarding Capcom. Will we see Dino Crisis at E3? As I see it, yes. <laughs> cool. Will and we see a mix-up, or mi- not a mix-up, a uh, hybridization of Dead Rising and Resident Evil? <laughs> no, we definitely won't. <laughs> oh, come on, uh, ask I the ball. <laughs> is this a serious question no right of now? course it's not but i want to test it i what have the- <laughs> i spelled out hybridization or whatever <laughs> in my microsoft word so you gotta ask the ball <laughs> so we're asking the eight ball if we're gonna see a mashup between resident evil and dead rising uh-huh entertainer <laughs> you you know that this is a no but sure correct i do know it's a no Ask again later. Oh, man. (laughs) How dare you? Even Magic 8-Ball knows I'm trolling. (laughs) So I do want to talk about um, hardware 
we mm-hmm. are anticipating a reveal of the Azure cloud streaming Ugh. services, what their plan is since we got a big unveiling from Google Stadia back at GDC. Um, Microsoft has been holding their cards close to their chest. The biggest announcement they made recently is that they're partnering with Sony on cloud streaming technologies. And I would really like to see a full a full demo, if not a full tech demo, but like a full like media announcement about what their streaming tech is going to be. Much like Stadia was like, look at how the tech is going to work and it's going to do this with YouTube and you can do this and this and this. Even if they didn't give us like subscription details and uh, launch date and things like that. And I also want to see, you know, the preliminary details on the new hardware. So my question to you, Magic 8-Ball, is will we see how Azure will work for Microsoft's cloud streaming gaming platform will work? Most likely. Yeah. That wouldn't be surprising. Seems legit. Yeah. Seems seem definitely legit. I have one more question. It's regarding Platinum Games. We know they're working on a couple things for Nintendo, but earlier this month, they said, quote, right now we're in the middle of designing something that has never been done before. I know a lot of people say that, but the game we're working on truly is unlike anything else. And they're self-publishing now. So, will we see Platinum's new IP at E3? At E3 or at at the Microsoft conference? Yeah, 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 yeah. Microsoft's press conference. Outlook not so good. Fuck me. God, I'm nailing I mean, I don't... Or, how good of a relationship do they have after canceling Scalebound? I don't know. Yeah, don't know. I mean, granted, Microsoft is the only like major platform conference they could be at at this point. So Right. Unless, like, Ubisoft or Square is partnering them with, well, with them mean, to publish. Well, I mean, the Platinum... I mean, don't forget they're making Bayonetta 3, correct? They're making, yeah, they're working on Bayonetta 3, Astral. They're working on another thing, too. Let me see. I have it. I have it in here somewhere. Platinum Games, Bayonetta 3, and Astral Chain. Those are all Nintendo exclusives. Yeah. So they're they're busy. Yeah. Yeah. And they're talking so about this. I don't think this. we're going to get the new thing probably not this year. Maybe next year. Maybe next gen. You don't think we'll get one of those? We're working on something cool. Here's Here's a piece of art. And then that's it. They all they have enough to do. They should. No, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying. We've seen I that think, shit. You know, we're gonna get to this when we get to Nintendo. But I think that this is the year that they focus on Bayonetta because that game was announced like kind of a long time ago at this point. Yeah. And so I have to imagine that game's coming out relatively soon. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. Any other Microsoft questions, or should we move on because we've got more conferences to go? Let's move on. All right. Mm-hmm. Next conference is Bethesda. Woo! So. Last year at Bethesda, we had a lot of Todd Howard on stage talking about Bethesda Game Studios' plans. He gave us a kind of long lead look at what they have in the pipeline, which I thought was smart. They all, they did a deep dive into PlayStation, or excuse me, Fallout 76. Then they was like, don't worry, yes, we're working on Starfield. And of course, Elder Scrolls is, you know, like um, simmering as well. Uh, but I don't think we're going to get Elder Scrolls until next gen. And I think that potentially we're going to see a tease for Starfield at E3 this year. Bethesda's already said Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6 won't be there. God damn it. I know. Yeah, I was sad. Even though that game's been cooking for a while, I don't think it's quite done yet. I just want some artwork or something. Just show me some concept art in the gallery. Yeah, a field of stars and I'll be happy. That would actually be Um, an interesting way to like, not really announce a game, but 
be the first look of the game. It's like an art gallery. It's just concept art. <laughs> you like walk yeah. around. You're like, what is it? I don't know. Ooh. Well, it'll be interesting then to see what they have. So we know that they've got Doom Eternal, mm-hmm. Wolfenstein Youngblood, mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls Blades, Elder Scrolls Legends, and Elder Scrolls Online. Right. Other than that, we don't really know what they have. So I think it's safe to say we're going to get an update on whatever's happening with ESO, Blades, and um, Legends, right? Mm-hmm. Like new content for them. Do we want to ask a question about Elder Scrolls? Do you want to ask content? a question about if there'll be like DLC for Rage? Well, there's it's too soon. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah they they have their roadmap. The new the Rise of the Ghosts, I think, is their first thing, and that comes in August. So maybe we'll see some of we'll that. We'll see like a preview, maybe. But yeah, the game just came out, right? So what's that sweet spot of? Um, yeah, I want to know in Elder Scrolls Blades because I've been playing this game a lot. Will they lower the time it takes to open a gold fucking chest? <laughs> Let's see. The eight ball says. Most likely. Oh, please. Cool. That's such a specific question. <laughs> no, it takes six hours and it pisses me off. Oh, the Elder Scrolls Blades, it's, it's fun. I'm having a really good time with it. There are some issues. You know, there's little difficulty indicators and there are these skulls. And it'll be like, this is a one school mission for you. And you're like, cool. You go in there, you get your ass kicked. And Bethesda recently came out and said, yeah, that's wrong. We got to do some rebalancing. The enemies attack like they're on freaking speed. They're like, but you can only get attacked once every few seconds. And that they said, oh, that's a mistake. It shouldn't be that way either. So they need to do some rebalancing. All in all, though, it's a fun experience. Um, cool. We also heard about Wolfenstein Cyberpilot VR, which is that obviously VR oh, game. Yeah, I forgot about that. I did too. Doesn't bode well. So I bet we'll see something from. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> I read some previews that weren't that ha- weren't that good. But yeah, um, it sounds like will throw up after playing Cyberpilot and Wolfenstein. Sounds like it's gonna be me in a ship. <laughs> sure does. Doesn't sound good. Sounds like something I don't want. Ooh, uh, I have a question. I was going to ask, oh, will Bethesda have a musical guest this that year? That was going to be my question, too. Mm. Will we get another performance? I liked um, Andrew WK last year. He was great. Outlook good. Ooh, Ooh. fancy. So what content or what do you think we're going to hear about Fallout 76? Um, I don't know. Right. I I will, would love for Pete to go on stage. Pete Hines, their VP of marketing. And to just like poke fun at themselves mm-hmm. and say, yeah, we fucked up. We screwed it up, but we're fixing it and it's better now. And here's some cool stats about everything that's happening in the world of Fallout 76. Like I anticipate something like that happening. Will Pete Hines say we fucked up on stage? <laughs> <laughs> better not tell you now. What, oh, no. what does that co- mean? That is the sassiest reply from the it Magic really 8-Ball. Can we ask one okay, more time? Ball. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about Wolfenstein 3? Because we know this game is being made. The last it was talked about, I think, was what? Like late last year? Do you think so we'll see So you're not talking about Young Blood. No. You're talking about Wolfenstein 3. Yep. The like next big mumbo jumbo. So oh, I guess I didn't hear jump. about. I guess I didn't hear about Wolfenstein Three because we still don't have a release date for Young Blood, and I thought that the game would have been out by now. But I guess they're making it more of like a a full standalone. Because originally, when this was revealed, 
I thought it was going to be just like a like a large expansion for mm-hmm. Wolfenstein 2, but it sounds like it's going to be more of like an Uncharted Lost Legacy type. So um, based off what we've heard from Bethesda, you know, like several months back. Youngblood has a release date of July 26th. Oh, it does. Okay. And it looks maybe like I it's a $30 game. Okay. So we could maybe see something like a little clip of Wolfenstein. Like, yeah, like I would imagine like if it's coming out in July, setup. we'll see gameplay for sure on stage at Bethesda. Oh, she means Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. Like another Wolf- the three. Oh, Wolfenstein yeah. three. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they'd want to mix the messages if they're going to be showing Young Blood. And I have to imagine if it's coming out in July, they will be. If, why wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. So I'm they're going to show sure. Young Blood, and they'd be like, and then Daddy's home, and it's going to show BJ, and he's like, bruh. So will BJ say Daddy's home, and then Wolfenstein Three be revealed officially? <laughs> so specific. <laughs> I, I was told to ask specific questions. <laughs> Cannot predict now. Oh my god, this eight ball sucks. Okay. A ball is on a break because you're asking it bullshit questions. I mean, <laughs> it is it is kind of a bullshit question. I mean, um, so, you're gonna think bullshit uh, when it happens. That's 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 true. That's, that's true. Fair. Um, what was the other game we were talking about? Doom, Doom Eternal. Yeah. Did they even announce a release date for Doom? Don't think I do so. Not, no. Let's see. So okay, nope, um, just 2019. Magic 8-Ball, will we get a release date for Doom Eternal? My sources say no. What? Oh, no. Well, your sources suck. Your sources I feel like the 8-Ball's wrong on this one. Maybe, <laughs> maybe like the Magic 8-Ball is scared of the devil and is scared of demons. <laughs> maybe. Hey, maybe. I mean, this is some magic going on here, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. He's like, you know what? I don't mess with Satan, so like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I don't mess with Satan. So other than what we know is happening, do you think that there's a possibility for a new IP, for something from Arcane, maybe one of their other studios, something kind of out of left field? What do you I guys, hope so. Do you I really want there to be a fun surprise here. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I mean, both Brittany, I love it when there are fun surprises. She likes to scream. I like to cover my ears. And... <laughs> And I, I look forward to those moments, especially because Bethesda gives you a couple drinks before you go in. Yeah, That's they true. do. So we know Arcane's working on Young Blood with who else? Who else is making that game? Or is it just them? Machine Games. Machine, Machine I, Games. I didn't know that Arcane was working with Machine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but I would imagine it wouldn't. Hopefully, it'd be like all of them, so they could be right. cooking up something else. I would say Dishonored, but that game is supposedly rusting. I mean, it makes sense. I don't know how well the last one did. Um, I don't think it did super great, right? Yeah, probably not enough. But like, yeah, maybe they are exploring new IP or new new something. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if it'll be ready. Yeah, I I would love a new IP. I think what Bethesda does for the most part is really cool stuff. Like, I love their work. Obviously, they have some flubs with Fallout seventy six doesn't count. But for yeah, their games are fun and entertaining, and they can do really cool things with ideas. But do you think maybe we'll get Prey 2? I was going to ask you about that since you're the one who's played Prey. What do you think? I really liked Prey. Um, I would love to get Prey 2. They left it on a little bit of a cliffhanger. And if you you know played all the way to the end. So they certainly have, well, maybe not a cliffhanger so much as, well, I guess, yeah, technically. Um, there's definitely more to be done in the Prey universe. And I really liked that game a lot. There was also a lot of parts about that game that were really frustrating mechanically. 
Um, but overall, more positive than negative coming away from Prey. Would love to get a Prey 2 to see them optimize some stuff with crafting, to see them optimize some stuff with checkpoints and um, traversal, things like that. But I really like the concept of this exploration um, kind of puzzle adventure game that was really kind of more suspense thriller than your traditional um, action adventure. So I really enjoyed the the kind of sci-fi horror nature of Prey and would like to see them do more. You just want to be a coffee cup again. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> it. Uh, will they announce Prey 2 at E3 2019? Jiggle it. You may rely on it. Ooh, right. exciting. What about more evil within? Because the last one was uh-huh. a couple years ago. That's a good question. I really enjoyed the evil within mm-hmm. too. Yeah, it came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. It would be wow. the evil within three. Yeah, will we get will we of... get another evil within game, Magic Eight Ball? Jiggle it, girl. Jiggle that black eight ball. <laughs> Without a doubt, it says. Oh, yeah. All right. Pray Good to job, Steimer. And Evil Within 3. <laughs> Good job, girl. It's going to make for an exciting show for Bethesda. All right. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably it for Bethesda. Um, next up is technically the PC gamer show, but the only real announcement that I think was worth watching that show for last year and this is me speaking as a predominantly console player you guys know that was the age of empires um reveal from last year where they were remaking it so i don't know that show was kind of weird um it's a little bit more hardware focused um they do things that tend to talk more about esports tournaments than news items which isn't bad but i guess when i think about e3 press conferences i don't think about tournament reveals to be like oh there's going to be this amazing one million dollar prize pool PUBG tournament i'm like that feels like not an e3 announcement to me as somebody who's been covering e3 for over a decade um how do you ladies feel about it yeah, I honestly never really pay attention to it, even yeah. though I do play games on my PC. Yeah, I just don't either. I should. I feel like they'd be the right thing to do, but I, I just don't. So do you want to skip this show altogether? Yeah, yeah. probably. Okay. Sorry. We're gonna skip the PC Gamer Show and go straight to Ubisoft. So they are back in their normal slotted time on Monday afternoon, back in the Orpheum Theater. Last year, we saw in the pre-show that they were very focused on spotlighting their dev teams from around the world, which I thought was excellent. They have a lot of really fantastic on-camera talent that also are video game developers, which is very rare. <laughs> It's very true. Um, And they really showcase the diversity of the Ubisoft family and just how many studios around the world that they have. And I thought that that was really cool. And, of course, you know, we got a nice meaty look at Mm. Beyond Good and Evil 2 last year, which I was very excited about. So this year we can probably predict we're going to get some Ghost Recon Breakpoint Mm -hmm. since that was announced. Um, we're probably going to get an update on what's happening with The Division 2. Uh, without a doubt, Just Dance 2020 will be oh, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what special musical guest? Well, they haven't really been doing that. Well, what, was it Baby Rexa last year? No. Who was it? 
I don't even did remember. Did they even have a musical guest last year? I thought they just did dancers last year. I, uh, I don't remember. I remember people dancing, but I don't know. Because I love those performances, but like people in the audience never dance. Like I remember the year Jason Derulo was there and I lost my goddamn mind because I love that Jason Derulo song. Um, and I was the only one dancing in that entire theater. Was the Usher of, like, there one year? Like uh, like several years ago. No, but he wasn't there for he wasn't there for Just Dance, I don't think. He was there mm. for Dance Central, I thought. He, okay. Yeah, either way, same thing. He was on stage and no, everyone's just sitting there. I'm like, oh boy. That's like when Bethesda had the chain smokers yeah. after their thing and everyone left and you, all of us were like sitting there dancing. We're like, what are you people doing? This is amazing. Yeah. Nerds, man. They just don't get know how to have fun. Don't appreciate it. I'm glad we're not nerds and we don't run a video game podcast every yeah, week. Yeah, I'm That'd definitely be... not sitting here in a strawberry onesie at all talking about video game predictions yeah. with a magic Ball. nerds <laughs> <laughs> okay oh, so um do you think we're gonna get four on or two at ubisoft's press conference uh, the eight ball says as i see it yes I, the Ooh. reason i don't think we would is because i think they still have a roadmap ahead of them for the rest of the year but are you talking about like a re- okay so four on or two revealed is that your question yeah. Okay. Revealed. I'm writing these down. As I see it. Yes. Okay. So because yeah, that, just because they have a roadmap for this year doesn't necessarily mean that they're not working on what's next. Totally. But it's also possible that they're going to keep it as a games of service and this Magic 8 Ball is full of shit. So. I mean. <laughs> That's definitely a possibility. It could be. So what's interesting about Ubisoft is that they have three unannounced AAA titles that should be releasing before the end of, oh, what was it, like fiscal year 2020, fourth quarter fiscal year 2020, something or another. One uh, of those is definitely Just Dance. Okay, so you have Just Dance. What about Splinter Cell? So this uh, is the no, one that but- everyone's talking about. So everyone thought the Splinter Cell was going to be the reveal um, and then there was that gaffe with Julian Garrity, the <laughs> creative director from The Division 2 who works at Massive, who tweeted when they were all the creative directors were apparently having a dinner somewhere so in Europe. Um, and he was saying about how they're planning Splinter Cell and the, the internet like lost their mind for like half a day before Ubisoft PR was like, it was a joke. He was drunk. No, his, they're not working on Splinter Cell. We have nothing to so, announce at this time, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's. That, that doesn't mean it's not happening. Will Splinter Cell finally be revealed at Ubisoft's press conference? I don't think so because then they have three Tom Clancy things. It says yes. Well, fuck me then. <laughs> well, I'm I'm with you because technically they'll have four because they've got oh shit, Rainbow right. Six Siege, which yeah. is still going. Then they have Ghost Recon Breakpoint, The Division 2, and then potentially Splinter Cell. And I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing because they're all very different games. Um, Splinter Cell has always traditionally been more um, story-focused. They've never... Well, obviously it hasn't been out for a while, so we haven't seen what that game would be like if it was a games as service. Um, Rainbow Six Siege still going strong. Their esports scene still going strong. Um, the big concern when Breakpoint was announced from people was, is it too much like The Division? And I would say no, because The Division is very clearly like a looter shooter, and Ghost Recon is not focused on loot in that regard. Mm-hmm. So, what just a about- lot of Tom Clancy. Yeah, it is indeed. What about Watch Dogs Three in London? Wake up! Yeah, I think that that's I think that's a high high possibility. So well, let's ask. consult. Will Watch Dogs Three be revealed at E three twenty nineteen? 
Signs point to yes. Yeah, girl. Woo. And then I assume we'll finally get our release date for Skull and Bones. No. Um, no, it got kicked to 2020. <gasps> yeah. It got kicked? It got das Yeah, boot? so in, in that announcement where they talked about how many AAA games are coming before the end of their fiscal, they said that Skull and Bones is not going to make it into this fiscal. It'll be in next year's fiscal. So, so you think they're to- not going to talk about it? Yeah, they said, so. they said it won't even be at E3. Oh, yeah. good. Because I don't think we need to see more of that game. No. <laughs> I think we get it's, it. You it's running sail into your like ship. the original Watch Dogs problem, right? Where they showed it too early and then they showed it again. And now they're delaying it. Of like, And so to me, it's, it's going to probably be fundamentally different when we get it than it was when they first showed it. You, thought, you think the Ubisoft maybe would have learned their lesson. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, sometimes... I kind of... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> All you, baby girl. I was just going to say, sometimes in the development process, you find something that's just not working. And instead of going forward and proceeding with development on a project that you know won't work just because you need to get it across the finish line, you decide to say like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's start over. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think it's good to recognize like, yo, this isn't going the way we wanted to. And like, we need to fix it. Ask EA about Star Wars. Um, what about Avatar? Do you remember this game was announced in 2017 to be, it's being developed by Massive? No, I forgot about this game. Yeah, this is a thing that's happening. It was announced in early 2017. They're using the Snowdrop engine, and it sounds like it's going to be an open world game where you get to explore Pandora and kind of create your own stories. So Ooh, the Avatar project. Yeah. I totally forgot about this. Initial right? release date, December 1st, 2009. Well. Uh, that was um, oh wait oh that was a different one no, that no was, you're looking at something different that was the avatar of the game uh, 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 yeah. sorry i'm just googling so i'm trying to figure out yeah yeah no in february 2017 it was announced that we are embarking on an amazing journey together with lightstorm entertainment and fox next games to the world of pandora developing a new cutting-edge game set on the beautiful and dangerous moon from the prominent avatar film franchise Studios leveraging its expertise in proprietary technology, the Snowdrop engine, to deliver the wonders of Pandora to everyone. Players will be immersed in this astonishing world. Do we get to have tail sex? Whoa, maybe. <laughs> I mean, we better get to have tail sex. It's like the whole <laughs> right <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> okay, so um, will we see Avatar? I feel like it might be too soon, only because I imagine they'd want to do something in conjunction with the movie, the next movie. And the next movie is not. Yeah, the next movie is December seventeenth, twenty twenty one. Balls. I mean, I still would be down for a for a teaser. Yeah. So, so, oh, like just like a that, reminder that this game is existing. A thing. <laughs> yeah. Will we see a tease of the Avatar project? As I see it, yes. <laughs> There's been a lot of chatter about Avatar in the news over the last couple of months. Yes, there has. All right. Do you I think... I totally forgot Massive was making that. Right? All right. A few random tidbits and we can move on. Do you think we'll okay. see anything about Far Cry? No. Well, I mean, I hope not. I, I hope not to too. give that franchise a break. <laughs> if there's someone who wants to say, I hope not, it's Steimer. Yeah. <laughs> Plus one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's that. There is. Do you think we'll see anything a new Rabbids game? Oh, hmm, that's a good a question. Bit. I don't I really don't care know. about the Rabbids, but I know you like them, Andrea. I love the Rabbids. I mean, I really want Raving Rabbids TV Party to come back. It was like my favorite Nintendo Wii game of all time. 
Um, but I don't know if that would be something that would be debut on Ubisoft stage or not. They've had a little Nintendo crossover movement the last two years. That's what I was just about to ask. Like, will Miyamoto be back? Will they do another <gasps> Nintendo thing? I think that could be fun. I would love to see a Rabbids game on Switch. And Ubisoft has really been the only major third-party publisher to put games on Switch since its launch. Not that not that other games aren't coming, obviously, Bethesda is doing stuff on Switch as well. But, I mean, their primary partner has clearly been Ubisoft. So I would love to see another Nintendo moment. So will we see Miyamoto back on stage with uh, Yves Guillermo uh, at E3? Signs point to yes. Yay! It's always so wholesome and it like warms my cold dead heart whenever they get up there. <laughs> Your and I'm heart like, is yes. dead, Steimer. <laughs> Feels that way cold. sometimes. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would hope it's a rabbit's game. Maybe it's an expansion for Kingdom Battle. The Kingdom Battle. Yeah, that's the Didn't they already have something. They did have one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Donkey Kong one? Or is that... I don't remember. Yeah, that was a Donkey Kong one. Maybe, uh, okay. maybe they'll do another one. Who knows? Um, do you think we're going to finally get another look at Beyond Good and Evil 2? Oh, yeah. Like, I think we gets- will because they're trying to have the beta this fall. Yeah. Mm, Theoretically, you- right? Are they still trying to do that? That's supposed... That's that's the word on the street. Huh. So I then like I would want them to show like what's going to be in it or what they're aiming to have. I don't... I just feel like that's the game that everyone wanted for so long, but now that it's like a thing, I i mean, Grant, we haven't heard anything new about it for a while. Everyone's like, oh my god, we want the thing, and now it's just crickets, but I guess it's because we haven't seen a lot. I mean, they need to work on it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, do you want to ask a question? Yes. Will we see gameplay from Beyond Good and Evil 2? It is decidedly so. Whoa. Okay, I have another follow-up question. Okay. Will we get beta details for Beyond Good and Evil 2? Ask again later. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So maybe, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> All right. Okay, what else do we think from Ubisoft? Anything? We There's know just, we're not getting Assassin's Creed, so right. that's done. There's um, just that Settlers game that was announced at Gamescom in 2018. Um, Settlers. that I think is supposed to come out this year. It's that game where you you settle. <laughs> you you like, set, like settlers. It's an, R- it's an RTS. It originally came out in the early '90s, I believe, and now they're kind of redoing it. And I think it's PC only, but it's also cooperative, which sounds kind of fun to me. But uh, twenty-five years after the debut of the Settlers, the legendary build-up strategy series returns to Windows PC. Oh my god, so exciting. Latest release, October 2010. Hmm. Oh, that was the last one, sorry. My brain, for some reason, I didn't realize 2010 was in the past. Because <laughs> that's how my brain is working these days. Oh my god, I love it. I was like, oh that's cool, that's hilarious. coming up next year. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Good oh god. god. Oh, Steimer. Um, <sighs> all right. Yeah. I mean, sure. Sure. Yeah. Do <laughs> you want to ask a question about the settler? Oh, no, I no. I'm good. Wait, maybe that'll be just at like the PC showcase. Oh, yeah. At the PC gamer show. Yeah. Doubtful. They'll be like, here, you can have this. Here, I, I made this here. <laughs> I made this for you. <laughs> Do the one person um, in the audience. That's yeah, right. right. 
Um, okay, I think we can probably put a pin in Ubisoft and move on to Square Enix. So they are sliding into that 6 p.m. spot where PlayStation used to be, since PlayStation will not be at E3 2019. Um, and I have to imagine we're going to get an update. Well, they said we're going to get an update in June on the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, of course, we saw this first teaser trailer in State of Play at the beginning of May. And they said there'll be more in June, presumably at the Square Conference at E3. I mean, I hope so. Right? All signs point to yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I freaking hope so. Well, I want to see some actual cohesive gameplay because right now we're just seeing like little snippets from about the first three hours of the game. And so we haven't really seen anything past that, which makes me a little worried. So I know a lot of people are asking for a release date because this is going to be episodic. And I would imagine maybe two episodes for this game. I don't know. But uh, until we see actual like more gameplay, like we haven't even seen Tifa yet. And so, I mean, until we see, like, what actually is done, it's hard to even guess if we're going to be able to get a release date for the first episode. Like I said, we've only seen the first three hours or so in all the footage we've seen so far. So, How many hours, on average, is a playthrough of Final Fantasy VII? The first disc is about 20 to 25, and I would say the second disc is about 15 to 25, and then the third disc is just the final area. So if you want to do everything you're probably looking i don't know like 80 to 100 hours if you just want to kind of like do the main chunk of it 50 40 do you think they're gonna release the episodes like the discs are laid out oh my god that would be so amazing for nostalgia's sake oh my god i don't know i think what's actually gonna happen (laughs) is they're probably just gonna release episode one they'll probably release it for like 40 to 60 bucks who knows and that'll be i would imagine that would encompass the well it depends it depends because here's the thing, is they're adding... Well, I feel like they can't charge more than $60 for this game or people will riot. I mean, so, yeah, if it's an episode, it's not the whole game. Well, sure. Exactly. So so let's say like $30 per episode. And each episode, you know, in the original disc is 20 to 25 hours. In disc one, let's just talk about that. Square has said that they're adding new story elements, that they're going to dive deeper into certain aspects of the game so that people who have played the game before have things to look forward to. So I would imagine, you know, $30 for, let's say, 30 to 40 hours of content, if that's the way to go. Let's say 30 hours of content. That seems fair to me. And then they release that. And then later, episode two would come out. And then that would kind of finalize the game. Because the end of disc one is a great way to end disc one, episode one, because of things that happen in the game. Which I know I could probably spoil, but I'm not going to. And y'all, you guys already you know you what don't I'm have talking to. about anyway. But yeah. You need yeah. to. Anyway, I'm so excited. I'm just going to say I had a little bit of whiplash from how fast you went from Avengers to Final Fantasy. And I was super confused for a second because I thought you were still talking about Avengers and you were talking about we never talked about Avengers. Did we? Wait, really? No. Did I just have a weird stroke? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Oh, my God. No, that's so. No, I swear. Okay, that's really fucking weird. (laughs) Literally, (laughs) I was going to go there next because that's the rumor that we're finally going to get a chance to look. Do you need what water? Dynamics I, working at now that Endgame is out, but we have not talked about it yet. We've really? been talking about Final Fantasy just, the whole time. Did you? I'm so. I'm. I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm really confused slash slightly alarmed. <laughs> no, Brittany's. I, I just mentioned that at State of Play earlier in May, we got a teaser of Final Fantasy VII remake, and, and that I they grunted. said that they said that the they were showing more in June. 
which oh. we have to assume is at the Square Enix press conference, which was announced. Um, and then we're t- I was talking to Brittany about what we think we're going to see from Final Fantasy. I don't know what's going on, but I'm a little, <laughs> little, a little concerned for my brain. Okay. Okay. Well, um, just maybe drink some water and recover for a second. <laughs> Someone in the comments lie and say that you also thought we were talking about the Avengers. So Steinberg doesn't feel so thank, bad. Thank you. That would be really kind. Um, so Brittany, Yo. what are your questions? What are your predictions? For Final Fantasy VII? Yes. Um, predictions. Okay, it's again. It depends on how much footage we've seen. Right now, we have no reason to believe that this game is far along at all. Because, like I've said, only the first three hours of the game was pretty and much it's square. And it's square, <laughs> right? Um, I would love to see a release window, and if we get that, it's probably just going to be a big fat twenty twenty, and even that's probably a little generous. I like I said though, I just really hope we see some actual cohesive gameplay. Give us like five to ten minutes of like the beginning of the game. Let us see how it looks. Let's see how the combat actually plays out. And I want to see more characters. And I hope they show some of the new elements that are going to be in this game that they said that they're going to expand on. That's what I'd like to see. But well, remember that Square is doing a conference just of Square titles. Oh yeah. So. I have to imagine as this this is probably their most anticipated of their titles in their lineup, right? Um, even if we do get to see Avengers this year, like this definitely takes precedence over that. So I think that they would probably want to dedicate the most amount of time. Like I'm gonna think that we're gonna get more than ten minutes oh, I hope so. um of gameplay. So what's your question? Um my question is will we get a release window of twenty twenty? For Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Something to live for. <laughs> um, a little wrinkle to consider. Uh-huh. Do you think we'll get a tease of Final Fantasy VII Remake on the Xbox stage and then get a longer reveal at the Square Enix conference? Or do you think they're too aligned with PlayStation? Is this a PlayStation exclusive? You know, I don't... I don't know if it's actually been formally announced for Xbox yet. I was just thinking that. So I don't know. Let's go to the Google machine. Do-do-do. Sam, are you want to sing us a song? Uh, no. All right. I don't think I do. <laughs> no, it says it's currently only in development for PlayStation 4, so never mind. Oh, boy. Okay. Does it mean it's not going to come to Xbox One eventually right i see Um, a story about it being listed for an xbox one version okay on a store but who knows but yeah i feel like i i don't think well final fantasy 7 is coming to xbox one was a story um but that's final fantasy 7 the original the other yeah oh that re okay Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like coming to switch yeah for switch and xbox one in 2019 every time we've seen final fantasy 7 it's been at PlayStation, something PlayStation related, right? And so I don't think we would right. see that on Xbox just because PlayStation isn't here doesn't mean that Square Enix is going to be like, if they have a deal worked out, we're not going to, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? When you're trying to like, we're not going to acknowledge this deal. We're going to go to Xbox and show it. That would just be weird. Like, I hope it comes to Xbox. I really do. But I feel like just for nostalgia's sake, it needs to be shown on all things PlayStation for now. So this no, I think is it's, a story about the remake, by the way. It's saying okay. that it was listed on retailer game uh, that there was an Xbox one. Although, to be fair, it could have been a mistake or whatever. But a retailer hmm. did post it at one point in life. At one point in its life. That was last year around E3. 
But again, you never know because retailers. Because you sure don't hear about it, right? That's the kind of thing you don't hear about it coming to Xbox. Anyway, uh, I think we're just going to see at Square's conference, right? The thing I think we might see, of course, is the Avengers. So. We don't know what the title of this game is. It could be the Avengers. It could be something else. It could be focused on a single character like Thor or Iron Man or Hulk or whoever. Um, we don't know literally anything about what Crystal Dynamics is working on other than that it's Avengers themed and related. Um, I'm hoping that we're going to finally get a reveal now that Endgame is out and done and they've kind of put that um, movie franchise to bed. I know that we had kind of hypothesized that the reason we hadn't heard anything is because Marvel didn't want anything to interfere with the marketing of the movie, which we absolutely understand because that's such a juggernaut for them. This is something where I would imagine them doing like a tease on the Xbox stage and then say, um, tune in Monday night at 6 p.m. to see more from Crystal Dynamics. Like that to me makes sense because Square Enix North America has been aligned with Xbox several times in the past, both on the Life is Strange franchise and with the uh, Tomb Raider franchise as well. So that to me seems something likely. So that's what the question I'm going to ask. Will we see a tease of Square Enix Avengers game on the Xbox stage with a deeper dive at the Square Enix press conference? My sources say no. Can you ask the Magic 8-Ball something else? Yes. Magic 8-Ball, am I having a stroke? Very doubtful. Uh, well, all right. Okay, At least Magic Eight Ball says down. no. <laughs> and, Will we see a okay. reveal of Square Enix his Crystal Dynamics Avengers title? <laughs> Cannot predict now. God what? damn it! <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> oh my god! Cannot predict now. Um. Okay. So, do you guys have any predictions about what Crystal is working on? The Avengers. I mean, an Avengers game. I hope hope that there's co-op because that would be fun because there's multiple people you could be. Ooh, that would be really fun. Maybe we should ask, will the Avengers game have co-op? Ask again later. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) So what kind of game do you see the Avengers, like ideally, the Avengers being? I see it being third person action adventure because you want to be able to see the hero in their body whether it be as like i said as thor or you know black widow or whoever Mm -hmm. um and i see it being an action adventure where you play different chapters of this narrative as different heroes because you got to make all the Avengers playable, right? You don't want to play as just one of the Avengers. Yeah. Or you have to give people the choice to pick which Avenger they want to play as. And then How maybe Avengers you can go back there? and replay it as a, a lot. different Avenger and you get a different story. A lot of Avengers. Yes. Well, I mean, there's the five core Avengers, right? So you've got True. Black Widow. Well, six. Black Widow, um, Thor, Hulk, Iron Man, and Hawkeye. Captain America. And I thought you said Captain hot America. Guy. So it is. It is six. <laughs> yeah. So six core Avengers from the first. If we're just going by the movie here, if I'm not sure. talking about the comics, because then that's a whole other ball of wax. Um, and then of course you know they added several more Avengers as the movies went on. Like, do you think Spider-Man it could be a game where you create your own superhero and you interact with the Avengers? Doubtful. Okay. 
Um, I we've seen that kind of game fail in the past. Um, I, you guys remember that X Men game that really kind of tanked and fell on its face. Um, I I think that with how iconic the Avengers IP is to Marvel and to Disney, that making people allowing people to create a character seems like an IP nightmare for them, especially oh, with no. how protective Disney is over their brand. Mm. I don't think that they would ever allow that. So I know I, I do think they'll have similar to Spider-Man, different costumes from different eras, some comic book yes. ones that you can, you know, dress up the characters in differently. I think that would be fun. Um, I wonder if they'll throw Black Panther in there. That'd be fun to play as. I want to play as him. He's not an <laughs> official Avenger, though, is he? Claw, claw. Is he claw, not? Claw. I don't. I, I thought <laughs> I mean, he never joined the Avengers. Well, whatever. He's cool. and he, he should be in there somewhere. He's definitely cool. He may not. Maybe I can't play as him, even though I want to play as him. But like. It'd be awesome if Captain Marvel made an appearance, because she would be badass to play in a video game. With all she'd be, she'd be a little bit OP. She, she would be it's like true. the wind button. <laughs> just be like, well, hey, maybe you get to fight alongside her in something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm curious to see how this is going to work, because initially, you know, someone who admittedly, I'm not super jazzed about the Avengers, like superheroes have never done it for me. But again, I was not super jazzed about Spider-Man and I ended up loving it. Um. So if you have six player, six different characters and you can choose to play as either one, does that mean that each story has to be tailored toward that character that you choose? And if so, would that mean that they'd... Ha- I'm probably overthinking this. Would you have to create then six different storylines or does that mean you only get a few hours with each character? Like, how would that work? Right? I, yeah, I think it. I think close, it's closer probably... I mean, I have no fucking idea. But I would guess it's closer to what Andrea said in that... Um, there's a narrative being driven and each Avenger has their part to play. Mm-hmm. However, what I think would be cool is if they added in optional co-ops. So like you're for, you play as black widow in this one story, but then your friend can jump in and you could be captain America with her or something or Hawkeye with her. Mm. Um, I would love that. Cause like that, I think that would be super fun. Yeah. Cool. That would be awesome. But I mean, we we'll have see. honestly no idea no. what this game is going to be like at all, but um, if the art from, you know, Tomb Raider is any indication, hopefully it'll look great. Um, if it plays like Tomb Raider at all, it'll play great. I really loved the Tomb Raider franchise and what Crystal did with it. So, you know, that game is done now. So they got, they got people working on, on something. On Avenging. <laughs> so, the Avengings. Um, so Final Fantasy and Avengers aside, what else do you think we could potentially see from Square Enix? I think we'll see Kingdom Hearts DLC. I think not that long ago, Tetsuya Nomura announced that there was DLC coming at one of the Kingdom Hearts concerts. So we'll probably see something about that. I would say I'd like to see Octopath Traveler 2, but that was also recently tweeted about. And they're like, yeah, no, this is still a very long ways away. Please enjoy the mobile prequel in the meantime, and that'll hold you over. Well, that game just came out last year. So was that last year? Pretty sure it was 2018. Holy balls. Hold on. Yeah, I don't... Uh, we're all having... Stuff. Oh, yeah, you're right. July 2018. Oh, my God. I feel like the game yeah. was forever ago. Well, never mind. Yeah, because I remember it being part of the RPG of the Year conversations from last fall. Yeah. Um, so let's say, ask the 8-Ball, will we see Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC at the Square Conference? Yes. Yes. Okay. Will we see anything about Dragon Quest on Switch, or do you think they'll just let that title launch and not show it at a conference? 
I'm sure they'll show it because it's coming out this fall. So it's probably going to be like their last like push. Look at all these cool features that the Switch version has. So I wouldn't be surprised. So release date maybe? Hmm? Or do we have a release date? I don't think it's 2019. It's just fall 2019. So so release date. So will we get a release date for Dragon Quest 11? Dragon Quest 11 on Switch. Outlook good. Woo! All right, release date. The other game is Babylon's Fall. And this is um, something Platinum Games. Wait, is that my Nintendo thing? No, this is Square. So Babylon's Fall. This was announced at E3 2018 for PS4 and Steam. And it looks like it could be an action RPG. This is a Platinum Games thing. But we don't know much of anything about it. So I'm sure we'll see something about that game since it's supposed to be coming Mm. out this year. Yeah, so, interesting. I haven't heard anything about this game. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it was announced, and then I think that was like the last time we heard anything on it. So it's kind of flown under the radar. So will we get more information about Babylon's Fall? I hope so. Yes, definitely. Oh, Woo-hoo. yeah. Okay, cool. Is that all I had? Babylon's Fall. Yep, yep, yep. And I mean... I don't, do you see any need to see anything from Life is Strange 2 at this point? The next episode's coming out Yeah, in I don't August. think so, because episode three just came out um, in May, so I don't think that they would show a preview of an episode that's you know still over two months away. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, I mean, short of them announcing that they're working on... What about Don't you know, Nod? Well, yeah, so Don't Nod is like the is like the one that's in the mix, right? Would they potentially announce if Don't Nod is working on another Life is Strange title set in the Life is Strange universe? Um, do you think that would happen even though Life is Strange 2 isn't done yet? I don't know. Maybe it's too early for them to announce something like that. Are they for sure working on a Life is Strange title? No, we don't know. Well, mm-hmm. maybe we should just ask if Don't Nod will reveal their next project at E3. Okay. Will we see something from Donod? It is decidedly so. Woo! Woo! Well, okay, I got confused for a second. I wasn't think I was thinking about Deck Nine. Ah. Uh, the people that did before the storm. So Donod is currently working on Life is Strange 2. They are also the people that put out Vampire, and I think they announced that they're working on another vampire yeah, game. Yeah, they're working I don't know about vampire game, but I know they're working with oh is it Focus Home Interactive? Is that the ones who did Pushed Out Vampire? Yeah, they're working on like a super ambitious title that has yet to be announced. I believe that's them. Um, so I think I was thinking of Deck Nine, the people who did Before the Storm. I can see why um, you would be confused. They're both very similar names. But I haven't heard anything about what Deck Nine is working yeah, here on. Here we go. New ambitious title in the works between Don't Not Entertainment and Focus Home Interactive. Um, yeah. That's, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I got no news on what uh, – all I have here is an article from Variety last fall that says Life is Strange Before the Storm Dev making new Square Enix game. That's it. Oh, so maybe we'll see that. It says developer Deck9 is working on a new unannounced project for publisher Square Enix. It announced the two companies recently worked together on the episode of Adventure Before the Storm. Um, de- they're keeping project details under wraps for now. Ooh. Hmm. I wonder Very if we'll see interesting. Hmm. Will we see what Deck Nine is working on at E3 2019? It is decidedly so. Oh boy. 
<laughs> we got a lot of D's and N's happening. <laughs> D's nuts. Ha ha. No, that's good. Oh, thank you. All right. I um, think that's probably going to do it unless you got something else, Britt. I just want my Final Fantasy IX remake. That'll never happen. But I have to throw it out there every every E3. Like a like a full on what they're doing with seven. Yeah. Okay. Why would they undertake that while they're in the middle of another remake? Oh, they won't. And they never will. It will definitely not happen. But it's just one of those things <laughs> that I just have to announce every year. My love and desire okay. and want for you are. Here's what you're trying to do. You are trying to manifest it by putting it out into the universe. Yeah. I've been doing that for 17 and I, years now. And I it hasn't respect me that. Anywhere. You know, when it's just one person, it's harder to <laughs> make it happen. It's not enough vibes. I get it. <laughs> it's true. Oh, well, sad day. Um, I would love to see right. a new, okay, a new, like, okay, let's do this. A new JRPG IP. I want to see that. Will we you see mean that? Oh, like along the new. lines of like uh, what they did with, uh, wow, my brain. The thing wow, you were just brain. Octopath, Octopath. You mean like yeah. something like that? Yeah, something like that. Like some brand speaking new. I think Final Fantasy 16 is a thing we won't. Oh, maybe Luminous Productions. Will we see? Okay, hold on. I got to do a quick search. Hold on one quick, one second. Do, do. It's do, do. the one second song. It's only one second long. Do, do. Uh, okay, I don't think we'll see anything <laughs> from Luminous Productions. <laughs> okay, what would you see? A new IP. A new JRPG IP? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, let's let's make it specific. A new JRPG IP. Don't count on it. Wah, wah, wah. Well, it's fine. <laughs> Everything's great. They're like, you take your Final Fantasy VII remake and you like it. You and like you it. take Dragon Quest on Switch and you like it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know what Luminous Productions is working on, but I don't think we're going to get that here. I think it's too soon. And Final Fantasy sixteen, no one even knows who's working on that. So it's fine. Moving on. Wah, wah. All right. Um, uh, an oldie but a goodie, Nintendo. Um, they traditionally do a Nintendo Direct of sizable length on Tuesday morning. <laughs> yes. And, uh, yes, good pillow action there. And we are most doubtably, most doubtably, undoubtedly, that's the word I was looking for there, going to see a hefty showing hefty, of hefty, Pokemon. Hefty. Boy, boy, boy. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that we're probably going to get some new Pokemon reveals at E3 2019. The question is, how many new Pokemon will they reveal for Sword and Shield at E3? I don't know. but I'll say 15, because why not? It's just a random number. (laughs) It does seem like too many, but I don't care. I'm going to go with five. Damn, you cut my number in a third. I'm going to go with three. Okay. Because I feel so. like if if they're going to talk about a Pokemon, then they have to talk about its type. The evolution. talk about its evolutions. And that's like a really nerdy Are you one. counting the evolutions in that number? No. So are you saying three? I'm still saying three. So Brit, three. Steimer, 15. Mine, mine includes the evolutions. So no, I think we need to settle on a number to ask the eight ball. I think three is a good number to ask the eight ball about. I just thought three sounded a little low, but we'll also probably see more from the starter Pokemon that they've introduced, right? Okay, yeah. So will we see three of the new Gen eight Pokemon? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is going to be exciting. I Do hope. we know the starters evolutions yet? Uh, no, I don't think so. Mm-mm. So I assume we'll see those. 
I hope so. I want to see what Sobble turns into. The sad boy. You know, the sad little tadpole looking dude. Cute sad he's gonna boy. Be, he's going to be tough as nails by that's the what end. I've, that's exactly. I'm with you, Steimer. I said, y'all making fun of him now for being a little tadpole that squirts water at people. Sure, looks he's like, like he's magic carp, right? Yeah. I mean, magic Will... carp just splashes and flops around. He can't even spit water out of his mouth, but that's fine. Um, he's very sad. <laughs> but he becomes Gyarados. Everyone keeps telling me how great Magikarp is because you just evolve him and then he's like this crazy water monster. Exactly. You got it. You're a Pokemon master, Andrea. You're on your way. Listen, after I watched Detective Pikachu, it gave me new life for wanting to learn about Pokemon in a way I never thought possible. Ah, that warms my heart. It's true, though. Makes it was such a good, good movie. I want to go see it again. I would love to go see it again. I want to have like five shots of whiskey and then go see it and then cry over all the Pokemon. <laughs> um, did, did you see the article that shows like there's like over 95 Pokemon in the movie? No. I still haven't yeah. seen that movie. Oh, we should go see it. I need to go see it. Mm-hmm. Although okay, okay. here's what I'm going to point out. Both yeah. of you are saying you're only thinking you're thinking three, I assume, new ones. I count new Pokemon. Pokemon as a thing. So right. if the, if they show the evolutions for the starters, that alone is like six new players, right? Like that's six no, new we're Pokemon. Not count- well, we said we weren't counting evolutions. I thought we said we were. If they show no. the evolutions, okay, yeah, no evolution. Let's talk about the first the first form of Pokemon. How many? Like, okay, okay, first form. got it. All right, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Then. Okay, I was just cool. like y'all are. Yeah, you're doing bad math, but that okay, that makes more sense. I mean, math is hard. <laughs> It's fine. But traditionally, when we look back historically at Nintendo doing PR or marketing around Pokemon, they don't generally talk a lot about the evolutions of Pokemon that aren't the starter Pokemon. I mean, if you look at all of their but I want to see trailers, the next trash bag. <laughs> I know, but like the, we're asking questions for the E3 prediction shows, Dimer, and I just don't think they're going to show evolutions for Pokemon because they just don't and they haven't in the past, with the exception of the starters. Yeah, so I was just talking about if we were including that with the starters, that would be more. But if we're not, then that's fine. My yeah, brain hurts. I would not. Um, so questions about Pokemon. Do Will Nintendo show a new region for Pokemon Sol- Sword and Shield? Well, they, they already... Oh, do you, okay, what do you... Well, because the new region is the new region. Whatever right, it's no, called. But I'm, t- I'm talking about a new region. This is all new stuff in addition to what they've already announced. Oh, so you're talking like a whole new like map. Yes. Okay. Correct. It says it is certain. It don't is I don't know what certain. that means. But okay. it is certain. <laughs> so yeah, I want to see some, again, kind of like Final Fantasy VII, I just want to see some gameplay in action. You know, I think what we saw during the reveal, it was cute and it was fine, but it was very... It was brief in the sense that you got like three second chunks here, then like five second chunks there. But I want to see the character actually moving. I want to see how much of this land can you, of the region can you actually explore? How much of it is, it is blocked off by, you know, little rail Snorlax. And, and rocks and how many Snorlaxes are blocking your path going forward? How many Pokeflutes do I need in my life? I want to see, I just want to see more of the running around because like, here's the thing is I'm going to play this game no matter what. And I think this game is going to deliver on what I expected to deliver, which is you are a Pokemon trainer and you go out and you catch the pokemons and you fight the people and you become the best that there ever was cue the music but what i want to know is what what is going to make this game different from the 3ds versions and like how much different is it going to be and the only way we're going to get that is if nintendo actually sits down and actually talks about it in detail and shows this actual like cohesive gameplay which is something we haven't really seen also i want to know do you think there'll be any multiplayer any multiplayer in this game 
I don't know. I think so it, let's ask I the think it would be smart of them to add multiplayer, especially considering how popular Pokemon Go was. But I think that we've seen Nintendo struggle with multiplayer in the past. I think the exception clearly being Splatoon. But, I mean, even, I guess there's an argument to be made for ARMS. But um, I think that, you know multiplayer and pokemon haven't traditionally been something that go hand in hand but we're in a new generation now baby new generation yeah and pokemon let's go you know you got to play side by side with someone and in you know the other pokemon titles it's been pvp so i'm wondering will we see a cooperative element in pokemon sword and shield the eight ball says my sources say no. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. What about a competitive? Like, so you're saying co-op, co-op, or do you mean like all- can be PvP or cooperative primarily? Because I imagine that they're going to do online battles, right? That's yeah, kind of right. Mm-hmm. So that's a given. But I'm talking more. You know, can you romp around with your friend and can you go some- hunting Pokemon together? Yeah. No, probably not. Probably that's not. A bummer. Okay. Wah, wah. Um, I would like you- to know. Oh, go yes. ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Well, I'm going to move on to something else unless you have a Pokemon thing. Nope. Okay. Uh, I was, do we have any was, other Pokemon questions? No? No? Um, well, I mean, there might be Pokemon Go integration. That's like the other thing I would be curious to know if we're going to get that. Also, a release date would be great. Will we get <laughs> a release date for Pokemon good. Sword and Shield? You may rely on it. Huzzah. Oh, my God. Better not be fucking 2020. Okay, it's fine. All right. Okay, moving on. Bringing this one back from last year. (laughs) Will Chrissy Teigen be in the Nintendo Direct talking about (laughs) Animal Crossing? (laughs) There's no way, which is a bummer, but... It would be so amazing. You may rely on it. Oh, my God. I think it did that last year, too. It said yes, and then she wasn't. (laughs) Listen, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. It's just that the Magic 8-Ball also really wants it to happen. (laughs) So it's it's put out those vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't blame him. She would be a great spokesperson for Animal Crossing. Yeah, yes, she would. They should but. at least get her in the marketing for this game if they are smart. So Will Animal Crossing, they show Animal Crossing, yeah. at all at E3. Oh yeah, I it's hope come, so. It's supposed to come out this year. Like that's the thing. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> great. Cool. Short and sweet. Yes. Good job, Magic Eight Ball. You're so good. Okay. <laughs> Will we see Animal Crossing? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, this game is supposed to come out this year. It's been, there's been nothing about it since what was the reveal last year. And it was just Tom Nook saying like, hey, I'm excited to be part of this game or something like that. And everyone lost their mind. Mm-hmm. And now every Nintendo Direct since and every event since has been like, has nothing to do with Animal Crossing. So this is going to happen and people's minds will split and then blow into chunks all around you. Wear <laughs> your hazmat suits because it's going to get real ugly. People love their Animal Crossing, man. Your hazmat suits. They do. I don't understand it, but that's okay. I don't need to understand everything about people's love of weird cartoon characters. I mean, um, I could teach you a few things. I've had yeah. a lot of weird crushes on cartoon characters in my life. But yeah, I think we'll see gameplay and I think we'll get a release date for like, I guess, what? This fall, winter. It's going to sell like hotcakes. There's going to be a bundle. People are going to fucking buy billions and billions and billions of them and the world will collapse into a black hole and everyone will die. Wow. That was what intense. Happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, speaking of black holes, nope, just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you think we're going to see something about the Lynx Awakening remake at E3? Oh, yeah, totally. We need a release date for when it's supposed to come out this year. 
And also, it's interesting, if you go to Nintendo's product page, if you go to number of players, it says to be determined. And so this could mean a few things. This could mean, mm-hmm. one, that the, the campaign itself will feature cooperative play, which would be fucking amazing. I hope that's the route they're going. Or two, it could be they're doing something a lot of Four Swords, right? Where it's kind of like this cooperative effort and you all like go tackle dungeons together, but it's not like the core game itself. So I would like to ask the Magic 8-Ball, will we get cooperative campaign integration in Link's Awakening? Cannot predict now. You asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Will we get a release date for Link's Awakening remake? Yes. Fucking better. (laughs) (laughs) This game looks so cute. Okay. Is this something you two will play? Yeah, I'll play it. Mm, Yay. Maybe. Maybe. Mm, Maybe not. Don't know. Have you seen that? Cannot predict now. Ask me again later. (laughs) Well, Andrea, play this. Cannot predict. Oh, my God. It's fine. It'll be it'll be the kind of game that when you're traveling somewhere, you'll put it on your Switch and you'll play it. And you're like, it's really cute. Calling it. Um, what do you guys think about Luigi's Mansion 3? <gasps> oh, yeah. We haven't heard. I think that's yeah, finally going to... We're going to get some details about that, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, revealed last September. So, it's been a while. And then the South Korea's rating board recently said September of 2019. Granted, whether or not oh my god happened. this is gonna be like the most amazing nintendo year for it me it could first. be so fucking good oh um, <laughs> putting her hair on your head <laughs> i got excited yeah so i think this is gonna come out i think we're gonna see some footage of it and i think it's going to come out later this year that's my prediction okay so eight ball will we get a fall 2019 release date a specific date sometime in fall 2019 for Luigi's Mansion 3. Better say yes, you asshole. It says, my reply is no. You are dead to me. Dead to me. What a dick. (laughs) So awful. Um, What else we got in here? We got Fire Emblem Three Houses. We've already seen a lot about this game, and it has a late July release date. So I don't think we'll see much more about it. Probably just a final, like, here you go, this game. Don't forget, it's coming out. Here's the final trailer. Go buy it. Give us your money. Do you think we're going to get a Smash Bros. update? Like a new yeah. character DLC? Yes, I think so. I think for sure. I mean, now that we have Joker out and we have the stage and all that, I think we're about due to be... And E3 is a perfect place to do that. I think we'll see new characters. We might even get some new modes, which would be very exciting. Mm-hmm. Will we see a new Smash Bros. ultimate character? Outlook, not so good. What the <laughs> hell? Man, this thing is just raining on all of my parades. It really is. Man. What's up with you, A-Paul? He's What's mean. your problem? He is mean. Um, speaking of Smash, I would love to see Waluigi. I think that dude. It, could you imagine if that happened? Wah! Wah! Yeah, the internet would the internet would riot in a good way, in the best I mean, way possible. Everyone was My... so mad about Waluigi being not included. <laughs> no, I feel so bad for him. He always just getting dicked. Uh, well, he, he is a dick. I know, but Dick's he's so true. a dick. But he's dicks still, like... get dicked, Brittany. Hashtag dicks get dicked. <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt. A wise woman once told me dicks get dicked. Um, I would love to see him. My dream character, and this will never ever happen because he's not from a video game, is Goku from Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball. Mm. I mean, he's in video games. He's in video games, but he originated from an anime. 
So sure. I, I think he'd be an awesome fit. Even Funimation, who handles Dragon outside. In, of- wasn't he, he in the Fighters game? Yeah, because he's the main. Yeah, he's like the main Dragon Ball character. So even Funimation, who handles um, Dragon Ball stuff outside of Japan, tweeted to Nintendo and was like, hey, I think it was Nintendo. It was Nintendo or the Smash account or something. It's like, hey, when's our boy getting in there? And then they tweeted a fan-made picture of a new challenger approaches, and it was Goku's silhouette. Ooh. <gasps> Oh my Seems God. like so a, they want it. Like they're reveal. they are uh, they're a little thirsty for that smash action. Man, I, yeah. I fucking kamehameha over everyone's faces. That's his, <laughs> that's his move. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that written down somewhere recently. Like I think it was like in a story about somebody using it as like a verb or something. And I was like, what the heck is that word? I would love to hear how you would have pronounced it. Would you been like kame? Oh, it's like a Pokemon. No, I would have pronounced it like like a Japanese word, but I probably would have said it around like Kameha Heha or something. Kamama Heha. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't look at all of the letters on paper because I don't remember. There was just a lot of letters yeah. <laughs> in that word. Yeah, and it takes like a whole episode for him to cast the spell. It's like, like 30 seconds passed and it takes forever. Anyway. Nice. I digress. So it's Kamehameha? Yeah. Okay. Got, Got it. it. Kamehameha? Exactly. Um, all right. So, what's the what's the question? Will we see Goku in Smash Bros? <laughs> That's not going to happen. So let's do Waluigi. Okay. Will we see Waluigi? We can do both. Okay, we can do both. Yeah. Waluigi's first. My reply is no. Okay. Aww, Will wah, we see wah. Goku in Smash Bros? It says doubtful. Yep. Oh wait, it's rotating. Hold oh, on. Oh, it says, oh, cannot, oh. says cannot predict now. Ah. Fucking. What a letdown. Man, I thought, I thought the eight ball was going to do me a solid. No. No. Stupid eight ball. It dicked you. Stupid eight ball. Dicks, dicks get dicked, as Simon once said. <gasps> mm-hmm. Um, and as we talked about earlier, I think we're finally going to see something from Bayonetta 3, because it's been a while. Yes, we have to. Oh, please. Um, I would love to get a gameplay reveal. I would love more to get a release date, but um, I don't want to put, you know, too, too much, much hope <laughs> so in February, Bill Trennan, while he was talking about, I have this quote here, um, talking about games that Nintendo, talking about games that Nintendo fans can look forward to in 2019, he said Bayonetta 3 is still in the works, and of course that's another game that's maybe coming a little bit sooner than people anticipated. Ooh. I like that. I would love for them to pull um, a really fast one and say, it's out now, or it's out yeah, in the month. That would be really, really cool. Because we have heard virtually nothing about Bayonetta since its announcement. Right. Like, zero. Not a trailer. Not a peep. Not a piece of concept art. Like, literally zero. Nothing. We don't even have a lock of hair over here. We got nothing. Literally nothing. So, uh, what's the question we're asking the 8-Ball? Will Bayonetta 3 come out this year? Oh, I was going to say, will it come out in June? Ask oh. again later, it says. Ask if, ask uh, hey, will, will Bayonetta 3 release in June of 2019? It is certain. Oh, so Ooh, interesting. Shit. That would be cool. That would be amazing. Okay, so we got Bayonetta 3. There's also Astral Chain, which is um, Platinum's other game. And that's the, here I have the quote of the game here. As part of a police special forces unit in a multicultural near-future cyberpunk metropolis, players work together with a special living weapon, the Legion, and a synergetic action system of battle and exploration. 
So this was announced at Nintendo's Direct in February of this year, and it looks very like much like an anime, and it takes place in that futuristic setting. Do you remember? Do you remember this game? Not at all. Okay, literally not at all. Okay, I mean, it doesn't. I don't think either one of you would be into it. I might be kind of into it, but it does take place in a futuristic city, and that usually like does nothing for me. Doesn't get the blood flowing, if you know what I mean. But Mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll see something more about that. (laughs) That is that's coming out this summer, so. Obviously, we'll probably see something about that. And then there's Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, which is coming out July 19th. Anyone care about this one either? No. I mean, I just think it's... Yeah, they'll show something about it because it's coming out, but... Yeah, this game... I I mean, no no surprise. I'm just not super excited about it. It's the co-op one. I've never been an Ultimate Alliance person, and that more cartoon style of superhero game is generally not my bag. Talking about getting feeling warm and fuzzy, that's you know really doesn't do it for me. But if it's a really well done game, you know I'll give it a look. I like the Avengers, so there you go. I know this isn't an Avengers game; it's Ultimate Alliance. But mm-hmm. other things we should see is I'm going to mispronounce this: Damon and Machina. Machina. How do you say that? M A C H I N A. Machina. Okay, so this is being developed by Marvelous. It was revealed at last E3. And we really haven't seen too much of it. I think this actually had a demo that came out not that long ago. And now it's no longer available to download and play the demo on the Switch. But we'll see hmm. something about that. And then, I'm not sure if we'll see anything on this, but Mario Kart Tour. So Japanese folks who applied to be in the open beta are just now getting notifications that they are being allowed into it. And it's supposed to come out summer of 2019. I don't know if a Nintendo Direct E3 presentation is the place where we'll see information on it. Maybe. I, th- I would hope so. Yeah. I think it's a perfect place to showcase their mobile game because they've really struggled in the mobile sector. And, and a couple of years ago, you know, they came forward and said, hey, we're going to be focusing on mobile because clearly mobile is the biggest sector of video games today. And I would love to see them really nail a mobile title and have it be awesome. And not to say that, you know, like the thing they did with Animal Crossing or the the me game that they did or wasn't the horny popular. casino yeah or well fire emblem is in its own is, is in its own world um <laughs> but i mean i'm talking about like a mainstay classic nintendo title mm. right like fire emblem is awesome for people who are super into fire emblem but like the v- majority of nintendo fans that i know have no idea what fire emblem is and that's just Aileen. because they grew up with Mario or they it's grew up with... It's a me, Mario. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you know, I had Link to. and Zelda. That was great. Oh, my God, Zelda. Give it to me. Um, and then maybe we'll see... This is the last thing I have before I get into my please, will this ever happen, probably not list. Um, Mario Maker 2. We probably will see I, something. Undoubtedly, we yeah. will see something from Mario Maker 2 because it's out at the end of June. So why would they not take the opportunity to showcase and push pre-orders, right? This mm-hmm. is going to be a meaty direct. It's going to be very meaty. Okay, so now we get into my my hopes and dreams and wants and desires and all the things I lust, aver- lust after every E3 that never come to fruition. Lay it on us, girl. Ocarina of Time remake. <sighs> never going to happen. Oh, I don't want to say never going to happen. But if you think I lost my mind during the Resident Evil 2 remake reveal, there will be parts of me scattered across the world. <laughs> because I will explode and I will just be everywhere at once and it will be great. 
I think it's a smart. I think it's a smart thing for Nintendo to do. Um, their president, uh, not too long ago, made a public statement saying how they want to use some of their existing IP and develop properties with existing IP and make use of their massive library. Which why wouldn't you? And you have a whole new generation of gamers on Switch that have probably never even heard of Ocarina of Time or maybe don't even know what the game looks like. I think it would be super smart of Nintendo to remake it and launch it on Switch. (laughs) Do you think that they would wait, though, until Link's Awakening is done? No. I think those are two wildly different games. I know that they are, but I'm saying you're like, here's your Zelda thing, and then we'll get another Zelda thing later for a bigger... Because they already got, like, this sounds like it's going to be chock full of shit. Well, that's true. (laughs) But, like, remember that Nintendo will co-develop games from the same franchise alongside themselves all the time. Look what they do with Super Mario Brothers, right? Like, between, you know, um, Odyssey and Super Mario Brothers new deluxe uh, edition, whatever that was. We've got World Tour. We've got Luigi's Mansion. You know, so they're doing lots of stuff with within the Super Mario Brothers franchise. So I don't see why they wouldn't, at the very least, like maybe tease it and then not see anything. Will we see anything from Metro or excuse me, Metroid? Metroid? Yeah, Metroid has been quiet. I think if anything, because, you know, Retro just started development on that not that long ago. So I think that's a ways off. We maybe, if all the stars align, we get a Metroid Prime Trilogy announcement. Because that so bad you- boy. Yeah. So uh, I know which one you'd rather have. You'd rather have Ocarina of Time. But what do you want to ask the eight ball about these two potential remake ideas? Okay. Well, we see Ocarina of Time. I got to ask that one. Remake. Wait, you got to be specific. A remake because a remake. A remake for Switch. Yeah. It is. Hold on. Hold on. It's moving. Oh, no. It is decidedly so. Okay, oh thank you. God. The one thing you had to pull through, you did. <laughs> <laughs> and then will we see a Metroid Prime trilogy? Outlook not so good. Yeah, sad day. Because um, that came out on the Wii, and I was looking at it today on shopping. And if you want to get a copy of that, it's going to cost you at least like 200 and 250 bucks. Dang. Yeah. So people really want it. It's in hot demand. People want the thing. But I think what's more likely than us getting Ocarina of Time remake is probably Nintendo's going to bring the SNES and the N64 games to the Switch in their little online virtual console thing, whatever they're calling it. I would hope that they start bringing these older titles to their online offerings because the NES games are great, but we need those freaking classics on there. So the next question will be, will we see SNES titles finally come to Switch? Yes, please. Seriously. My sources say no. <gasps> no. No. Okay. And then the big one. The oomph oomph. Will we get a Mother 3 localization? No. <laughs> you Sorry, but no. Concentrate and ask again. <laughs> I've never seen that one before. Will we see a Mother 3 localization? <laughs> Were you concentrating? Don't I, I, count I, on I, it. You concentrated too hard, and then it understood. I think I have some hemorrhoids from concentrating so hard. Um, Again, the other Brit thing is, I know we're getting a new story of seasons. It's the Doraemon, but they also said that they're coming out with a non-Doraemon story of seasons. I would love to see that during this direct. I don't think it's going to happen. We don't have to waste them eight balls energy, because it's getting very finicky with us now. 
But okay. For you ladies, do you think we're going to see anything new related to Donkey Kong? Mm, no. No. Really? I don't think so. I think Donkey Kong's time has maybe come and passed. Oh. I don't think... I don't necessarily think that they're going to r- make a new Donkey Kong game. I, I just... Based off how Tropical Freeze did, as popular as it was, sales-wise, I don't think it probably hit the targets that Nintendo wanted, even though everybody I know that played it said it was amazing. And I only played like a little, like the first third of it, and it was great. Super, super dif- difficult. But uh, let I, me pull up the sales numbers just to make sure that I'm yeah, remembering I, this correctly. I, sadly, maybe this is just because I haven't really played a Donkey Kong game in a while. It, Donkey Kong just doesn't have the sales power that it once used to have. I remember when Donkey Kong 64 came out, that was a huge deal. Everyone was so excited about that game and the hype was like so energetic. But lately it's just kind of seems like it's fizzled. I would love to see something like Donkey Kong 64, like a 3D game like that, but I don't know if it'll happen. It is possible that with the power of the Switch that they might be able to make something happen because there was a story, of course, that came out when they released the Switch version. It outsold the Wii U version in two weeks, which of course isn't difficult because there's literally double the amount of Switches in the world than there are <laughs> Wii U's. Um, however, so let's just look at those numbers. Um, since 2014, the Wii U version of Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze has only sold 1.72 million copies worldwide. Um, and the game only managed to sell 70,000 copies in its first month in Japan. Um the Switch version of Tropical Freeze sold 122,000 copies um, in its first week, I believe. First two weeks on sale in Japan. Um, so let me see if they have final numbers here. Da, 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 da. One second. I'll just take Donkey Kong Country on my Switch. I already played it last year over again. You played it on the SNES Classic, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so it looks like it's sold. I don't know if this is. Wait, is this just, oh no, I don't want the, it keeps giving me its launch month sales. I'm like, no, I want the total sales. That's what we want, sir. It's not what I want, yo. Mind me the numbers. Work with her. Don't work against her. Be her friend. It looks like it sold 2.2 million units. Okay. Which is, which is good, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's not Mario Odyssey's 13 million. It's units, not first party right? Nintendo good. It's not right. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yeah, like 15 million units, right? Yeah. So, um, okay. So, like, that's good, but not good enough. And so, good, but I don't, not good enough. So, I don't think, I don't think Nintendo would probably invest, or at least if I was Nintendo, I wouldn't invest right now in a standalone Donkey Kong game. I would put that money into Pokemon or hey. into Zelda. <laughs> hey, like, I'm with you, girl. We see some of yeah. the things Nintendo does, and we're like, hey. Okay, that's a couple true. final things. Pikmin. Are any of you Pikmin fans? I enjoyed Pikmin when I've it came out on the Wii Pikmin. U. Oh, I I think you would really like Pikmin. Um, it's a fun it's a fun game. That's another one of those like really under the radar Nintendo franchises. I think we might see like a smaller Pikmin title potentially, but I think with Animal Crossing on the horizon with for them and Pokemon this year and Luigi Luigi's Mansion and a bunch of the other stuff that we've been talking about, I don't think we're going to see Pikmin at the C three. All right. And then finally, in early April, Wario64 tweeted out a listing that was part of the Best Buy's like each internal employee platform for Persona 5, Metroid Prime Trilogy, and A Link to the Past coming to Switch. So we should Persona ask, 5, yeah, it's not coming to Switch. Right. 
But I'm just saying. Okay, let's. <laughs> so uh, but we, can ask the eight, we can ask the eight ball if you'd like. I mean, what I was going to say is I want to ask this whole thing, but then I'm like Persona 5. I mean, that if. Uh, okay, let's ask is Link to the Past coming to Switch? Not and not via the SN, not via the classics. Like it has. Fuck, I don't want to ask this question. I'm too stressed out. Forget it. I'm done. Okay. I'm over it. Okay. Um, it got too complicated way too quickly and I couldn't handle it. We can ask the eight ball, but. I'm confident that Persona 5 is not coming to the Switch. Um, at least not the version that came to the PS4. They might do some other type of version, but I'm I'm still pretty confident, like 99.9% confident that there won't be Persona 5 on the Switch. But wouldn't Will they have already announced it at the last thing? Because they just announced some Persona thing for Switch. They announced a different, ga- a different game. That's what I'm right. saying. Yeah. I'm saying wouldn't they have, if they were going to announce that, wouldn't you... Never mind. See, it gets complicated real quick. Saying, right? wouldn't you have done it already? Like, wouldn't you have? Wouldn't that have been part of that announcement? Part of that announcement, yes. right? Agreed. It would have. Okay, I'm done. Okay, good. I think we're done. We did this it. A good set of. This is a good set of predictions. I'm yeah. excited about this. I think I'm it's going to be a great E3. I'm amped. I'm ready. Bring on the announcements. I want to see yeah. all the cool shit. Same. It'll be a good one. We're all just, I know like dancing. The, there's also a couple franchises, you know, THQ Nordic, it was leaked. Someone posted it. They have a couple franchises coming or two games coming. Beloved franchises, what they're calling them. Things you can't miss. Who knows what that's going to be? And uh, yeah, it's going to be. I'm excited for the, the surprises. The predictable things we know are great. But it's those surprises that get you that it's like the best part of these. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, that's yeah. that's always the really fun part. Yeah. Yeah, more gifts of Britney. More oh gifts of Britney. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Summer's like, my ears, It'll be awesome. bring your plugs. Well, yeah, thank I'll you so much, ladies them. and gentlemen, for coming along this journey of our Magic 8-Ball predictions for E3 2019. Will they come true or will we fall on our face? We will only find out in a couple of weeks. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you guys have not yet subscribed on the podcast platform of your choice or at youtube.com slash what's good games we'd really appreciate it it helps us out a lot Get those notifications on so you always know when a fresh episode of what's good games is ready for your ear holes um until next week have a wo- wonderful weekend everybody and we'll see you later bye